It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now, you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Trucker Live. It's our Thursday evening Trucker Health Edition, where we bring uh, health-related issues within the trucking industry, uh, such as tonight's show, uh, the Truckers Insurance Exchange, the ACA, and alternative health care options. And I want to wish everyone a very, very happy new year. This will be our first show for the 2017th new year. Our next show will be with Alan. Uh, as he opens up our Saturday evening trucking topics shows, and he's going to open it with an open forum, and uh, you guessed it, 2017 Truckers' Most Vital Topics. So it's great to be back, and um, we have a a very much needed show uh, for you tonight. I'm not really sure how many folks um, are keeping up with what's going on with the new Uh, transition of power that's taking place in Washington, but we now have a Republican president in Congress who has vowed to repeal the ACA. Uh, Many know it as Obamacare, and as many remember, uh, Donald Trump, while he was running in his campaign, um, he promised to repeal and replace Obamacare. Uh, But what's going to happen to the way we still are able to um, obtain health care coverage. Even among Republicans, there remains divisions on this, uh, which precise elements of the law to scrap and how to replace Obamacare with a law that doesn't strip Americans of their health insurance. So on Tuesday, the Senate Republicans took the first steps towards repealing Obamacare filing a budget resolution reversing key elements of the law. Now, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, and you remember him, he was um, actually a candidate for uh, who ran for president. He uh, wrote in an, um, in an op-ed Tuesday that lawmakers shouldn't vote on repealing Obamacare until a replacement plan was developed. So he says if Congress fails to vote on a replacement on the same time as the repeal, 
The repealers risk assuming the blame for the continued unraveling of Obamacare for, for um, he says, so mark my words, Obamacare will continue to unravel and wreak havoc for years to come. So tonight we're going to... Um, uh, we're going to discuss a lot of things because although the Affordable Care Act has allowed millions uh, to have health insurance that didn't have it before, the costs for others have skyrocketed, and many can't even afford the premiums. So I'd have to say um, that the health insurance bring about as much stress as the word taxes. So it, it's really a rough a rough spot. I hope they can resolve all this. Many owner operators have been able to um, obtain their health insurance uh, at a significantly subsidized um, low premium, but others have been priced out of the market and and they can't afford it. So they take the penalties Uh, or they don't have, you know, they don't have insurance at all. Uh, but, But anyone who's been ill, they know that kind of risk. But tonight, you know, we have a guest, and he's going to be hitting all these topics, and he's got some pretty good solutions for a lot of people. Uh, our guest tonight is Mark Ballard, Director of Business Development at Truckers Insurance Exchange. And uh, just before I bring him on, I, I just want to let you all know a little bit about Mark. Mark has been in the insurance industry for 27 years, the last 20 years as an owner and broker for the Ballard Insurance Agency at right here out of Tampa. He's not too far from us. Um, in 2005, he was working with trucking companies, developing health care and volunteer uh, benefit programs, uh, both for the company and independent drivers. Then in 2010, uh, with uh, the, the ACA, he, uh, he realized there was a need to help the small trucking companies and independent owner-operators to navigate through the pretty complex uh, thing of Obamacare. So he began a partnership with the National Association of Independent Truckers, and we're going to talk more about them tonight, and built a one-stop shop benefits center. Uh, They have 16,000 members, by the way. In 2013, um, the benefits center became Truckers Insurance Exchange, or TIE, as as it's known, and today TIE provides a variety of health care options and personal insurance coverage, uh, both to the NATE members, the NAIT members, and to the independent operators. So, oh, and one more thing I want to tell you about Mark and uh, Truckers Insurance Exchange. Um, they are a Sapphire-level sponsor for the Lady Truck Driver Cruise, hosted by Real Women in Trucking in March of 2017. Um, we'll be talking more about that during the show. Alan and I hope to see you there. Oh, we're pretty excited. It's just right around the corner. And if you are going, make sure you sign up and get a spot in Alan's self-defense class that he'll be teaching. And we'll, we'll explain more as the show goes on. But anyway, Mark will be addressing uh, a lot of our concerns tonight um, as we enter this 2017 uh, health year, uh, the big unknown. Uh, where are we going to be in 2017 with health care? What are some alternatives to the Affordable Care Act? 
or the Unaffordable Care Act, whichever way you look at it. And um, what about vision and dental? Is there a plan out there that will really uh, pay to have it? And how is the NAIT helping owner-operators and members with many benefits that are you know, now finally within reach and accessible, including health care benefits? So before we bring on our guests tonight, we are going to take a short break with one of our very trusted sponsors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, tonight's Thursday evening health show. Our uh, guest tonight is Mark Ballard, and our discussion is uh, the Truckers Insurance Exchange, the ACA, and alternative health care coverage. And, um, Mark, I've got your line open up. Uh, good evening. Thanks a lot for coming on tonight and helping us through this uh, maze of what's going on with 2017 health care. Hey Donna, how are you? Hey, I'm um, I'm great. I'm great. Um, uh, you know, I listen to the news and I hear what's going on, and I I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of people scared out there. What's going on? Um, uh, are, are you finding that with uh, with with the the talk now of repealing and and I mean, uh, uh, besides all the problems of the rates skyrocketing, now there's the worry people are having that you know. We're not even going to have health insurance, which, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe you can you can share a little bit of your knowledge and what you know, too. Well, I, I wish I had more knowledge about the direction that we were going because um, I, I can't recall another time where things have been in such chaos in this industry. Um, we're, we're literally a couple of weeks away from a, a new president taking office and um, every every time you see a a tweet from from you know the incoming president, uh, you, you you know one minute there's you know repeal, 
and then the next minute it's, uh, well, um, you know, there, there are some parts of this that we do need to keep. So right. it, it's hard to really get a feel for the direction that, that he's wanting to go. But, boy, if you watch or read, you know, what's out there, the GOP is um, gangbusters to get this thing repealed. Well, here's the problem, and, and this is the um, the anxiety that are a lot of people are feeling, and I think we need to to clarify a little bit of this tonight. Um, let's say they repeal it. A, how long would that take to repeal it? And B, there's obviously a, obviously no replacement for it right now. I mean, they had six years to come up with something, and I'm shocked that they don't have something ready to repeal and then insert, but oh well. Uh, so if they repeal it, what what does that actually mean as far as people with health insurance? Do they have to wait? Um, a, does the does Obamacare continue until they replace it with something? Um, what does repeal mean? Well, it it, it depends really on on who you hear or, or um, what you're reading because the word initially was a, a complete repeal a replacement, but that's going to be tough because that requires a supermajority in the Senate, and there's not enough votes for an outright repeal, mm-hmm. but it looks like, and you mentioned it um, in the opening there, that the budget resolution that was passed is going to allow them potentially to replace some of the key components that could really start you know, taking the wheels off this thing and from what I see, that could be the uh, individual mandate, so the requirement for an individual to have insurance, and then also the subsidies, um, which really makes you kind of wonder, okay, so if they are successful at taking away subsidies, that, that clearly means that you know, millions of people's insurance is in jeopardy. So they better have a a solid plan to back this thing up if this happens sooner than later. But at the same time, I've read uh, pieces where this could potentially take up to two years. So, again, it's really everything's so fluid right now. But, um, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that there better be something in place because there's 20 million people that have secured insurance through the ACA uh, you know, a lot of those folks being through Medicaid expansion, but about, what, 85% uh, have access to subsidies, and that makes it affordable for them to buy health insurance. So if those go away, you know, these people aren't going to be able to afford to stay on it. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to really, you know, pinpoint, um, you know, how long it could take. I, I guess what I'm saying is, so if they repeal and say, okay, there's no more – uh, mandate you don't have to you know be a part of this and oh by the way um, we're not going to offer these subsidies and then it passes what does that mean for the people who have insurance with subsidies at the moment well I, I would say that they would go away rather quickly so you know insurance companies their premiums that they charge for a family let's say it could be, let's throw a number out there, $1,000 a month, and that's not unusual to hear that. In fact, I've heard much more than that. But anyway, $1,000 a month, 
And if they fit into the subsidy sweet spot, as we call it, they could have 80% of those premiums paid for. Right. So that person pays $200 a month. If those subsidies, you know, evaporate, the insurance company is not going to absorb that $800. They're going to be billing that policyholder for $1,000 a month. So in the way I see it, and again, everything is a little bit fuzzy right now, you know, that, that individual is going to drop their insurance. So truly the only ones that will be left are the folks that truly need health insurance. Uh, you know, they have significant health histories. And that, that's what they call the death spiral. That, that, that really is the, the high utilizers of health insurance and the ones that, um, you know, signed on that might have had good health histories. Uh, they'll, they'll back off because they're in reasonably good health. Right, right. Okay, so um, yeah, I, I guess I guess then we just have to sit back and wait. I don't think anybody really knows then because um, first of all, there's a lot of people um, within within the administration itself. I think that are that are kind of not arguing but debating on how to do this. So uh, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty scary. But I know you're going to talk about. Um, an alternative anyway tonight uh, that not only would relieve the penalty, but, you know, would take care of people should this whole thing unravel, uh, which, which you know, you and I spoke about it, and it seemed like a pretty, pretty uh, viable option for this whole mess. Um, now, for those who have insurance, you know, with their work, right, uh, how how's this how is this all going to affect them? You know, they signed up with a premium and they have family coverage. Is this going to affect people who work through and well, have company coverage? Yeah, and, and and subsidies aren't in play when it comes to employer groups, but um, there is an employer mandate that requires employers that say have 50 or more employees to provide uh, coverage or pay a penalty, and if the employer mandate is also part of this resolution, that would remove the individual mandate and the employer mandate. So, yeah, and you know, really, the, the the truth of the matter is, is many employers still offer health insurance. Uh, I think there was a belief a few years ago that um, a lot of them would drop coverage and point their their employees towards the marketplaces and to buy their coverage. But that really never happened the way they thought it would. So, a lot of employers are still going to provide coverage, but the ones that were really forced to because of those penalties, uh, they they could now, you know, back away from it and uh, not provide coverage. So, yeah, to some degree there, there's also an impact on the employer side as well. But we don't know that they're going to take that mandate away. We don't know. Really, we don't know what they're going to do. I know they, they say they like certain parts of it. They like the pre-existing. Uh, they like the kids being on till 26 and – um, you know, a, a few things, but we don't know. I just want to say for everybody who's on the line, I forgot to announce it uh, when I did my intro, but if you have a question that you want to ask Mark, I mean, he's he's got a lot of things to cover tonight, uh, but if you do have a question you want to ask, uh, you're, if you're listening in on your phone, just click one on your keypad, and what that does, it just um, alerts us that, you know, you want to be a part of the show. If you're listening on the Internet, 
uh, then you would have to dial in 347-826-9170, and then again press 1 after that so we know you want to uh, be a part of the show. So I just want to say that because, um, you know, I know people might have a lot of questions tonight or they actually might be in the listening mode tonight, but we'll find out. So where do you want to uh, begin tonight, uh, Mark? I tell you, this must be crazy for you right now. Um, I know you've got a lot of things cooking, though, and we're we're kind of trying to plan if, if there's such a thing as trying to plan for this, but you've you've been uh you've been working on this since 2013 um with the NAIT so i'm going to let you start um why don't we go with what's in the truckers insurance exchange and uh how did it all come about yeah you hit it pretty good on your opening there um we partnered with the NAIT uh back in the early 2000 well 2010s i'd say 2011 2012 uh, they had a member benefits platform that provided access to mostly the commercial insurance products like occupational accident and, and some others, but were needing a, a, a partner to come in and provide these types of components. Uh, you know, in, in the passage of the Affordable Care Act, the timing was perfect because you know they have a membership of independent drivers that needs navigation through you know the Obamacare complexities. So we partnered with the NEIT in um, 2012 and uh, built a, a, an insurance exchange, really. It's a benefit center that provides members access to uh, ACA-compliant health insurance and, and alternatives, which is something we'll talk about later. But also it provides the type of benefits that you typically find in the employer-employee space, like dental and vision and life insurance um, and, and those types of things. So it's, it's really a nice uh, menu, and uh, members can call and pick and choose, you know, what, what they, they like, uh, you know, what's important to them. And it's portable. So if they're working for a particular uh, motor carrier and they move on, um, it goes with them. So it's not one of those things that stays with, with you know, where they're leased on to. So um, we built that for the members, um, and then in about 2013 or 14, uh, we got to a point where we decided, you know, that the population of the NEIT is, is a, such a small percentage of, you know, all the independent drivers out there. Uh, we started uh, offering our program out to motor carriers that lease on uh, independent drivers so they can use that as a recruiting tool. And uh, that worked out very well for us as well. So we, you know, provide the platform to NAIT members, but we also provide it to uh, motor carriers that are, uh, you know, lease on independent drivers. Okay. And now you offer all, all kinds of insurance then to these people, to these drivers, right? I mean, yeah. you, you have the subsidized, you have uh, uh just kind of like expand a little bit. Sure. Uh, we uh, partnered with Connected Health uh, early on, right shortly after the passage of the ACA. Uh, we partnered with Connected Health because we knew we needed a, a provider, a vendor that could uh, navigate individuals through Obamacare. And Connected Health is what's called a, a web broker, and they're able to, from coast to coast, 
depending on where an individual lives, help them shop and navigate through their options. And if they're eligible for a subsidy, they can help them qualify right over the phone. So there's no face-to-face -face meetings necessary, um, and they, they can enroll them as well. So really they can take them from start to finish. So that was a great resource and a great partner for us. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, you know, a couple years back, we, we rounded out our, our benefit offering by including uh, programs like uh, Humana Dental and Vision. Uh, we also in, uh, offer critical illness. Um, we have, through a, a, another partner insurer, uh, guaranteed issue life insurance. So for members that have it, you know, it, as an individual, and I, I know because I've been there as a self-employed person, it's hard to find um, good benefits on your own. You know, you have to go out there and kind of, you know, look for them, and they're, they're not easy to find even online. So, you know, we look at the NAIT and the Truckers Insurance Exchange as a, as a one-stop shop. So, you know, if, if, even if it's somebody looking for a particular type of coverage, um, they're able to call. We have a toll-free number, and they can um, talk to a licensed agent, and they can give them quotes right over the phone, and uh, everything's paperless. There, there's no medical questions or anything to it, so that that's all kind of nice. And, um, well, that that's the one thing, you know, when you and I were talking that, um, and I believe this is if you are through the NAIT, that guaranteed life without any questions, right, for 50000 Yeah, that that's probably one of our um, kind of our signature policies because life insurance is so hard to get um, on your own. You know, typically people get that through their employer, but when you're trying to find it on your own, and I've done this before myself. I have too. Yeah, it's usually pages of medical questions an exam, you know, blood, blood, urine, you know, the whole bit, EKG sometimes. Uh, the NAIT provides members with $50,000 of guaranteed issue uh, term life insurance to age 100. Uh, the rates are, are level, uh, you know, they're level to 100, and the rates are the same whether you're male, female, or smoker or non-smoker. So it's, they're, they're, they're very uniform. Um, right. But, you know, it, it's tough. You know, there, there, there is so many health questions that go on these types of policies. And if somebody answers yes to, say, uh, smoking, uh, you know, they take medication maybe for some different things, it can drive a rate up significantly or even put somebody into a decline uh, category. Um, and I'm sure there's people, you know, out there that have had that happen maybe when they've gone out and tried to find their own. So the NAIT is just a really easy type of resource where they can call in and, and get some information. And if nothing else, um, if they don't purchase a policy, they can, you know, walk away with some additional information to perhaps call back later. Sure, sure. Well, getting back now to the, to the health insurance, because uh, – you know, I know there's people who, you know, were very interested in this alternative that you have and if it's a feasible uh, program that they could get into. Um, you know, why don't we talk a little bit about, uh, like, get it, people who want to get their, you know, ducks in a row, so to speak, and if, if this whole thing just bottoms out and they want to have a fallback, 
um, you know, what do we have for them? Sure. Um, well, for the longest time, and, and still to this day, a lot of independent drivers have purchased um, what's called limited medical insurance or mini-med. You know, it comes under some different names. And that has provided some basic levels of coverage. Um, you know, if you had doctor visits or, say, some labs, some things like that, at a pretty good price. And, and you know, there's a lot of folks out there that probably still have those types of policies. Um, but we decided a couple of months ago when we started to see the, you know, the writing on the wall here that we needed to have a, an additional solution to our, our ACA um, program with Connected Health. And we partnered with a, a provider called Alira Healthcare. Yeah. And it, it's, it's truly a unique type of program. And in, in I'll, I'll say right out of the, the gate here, it's not health insurance. Um, it's not filed as health insurance, so that is what you know makes it a you know a really unique alternative. Um, it is ACA exempt, uh, penalty exempt, I guess I should say. So if somebody owns a policy from from Alira Healthcare, uh, it does get them out of the the penalty, which this year uh, looks like it's going to be a two and a half percent penalty on on family income. Uh, but anyway, the Alira Health Plan has really two components to it, or two buckets. The front-end component is a, uh, a preventive uh, type of program. So if, if an individual needs to go for their, you know, their checkups, uh, or their children needs to, uh, to go for well checkups, uh, or you know, doctor visits if you're sick or what have you, th- those are all covered uh, at 100%. Um, so no deductible applies to you know the the typical you know run of the mill type stuff. On the back end, it is this is the part that makes it a little bit unique. It, it's a, a healthcare sharing model is what I call it. Um, uh-huh. For about 20 or so years now, these types of policies or programs have been out there, and now it's you know, suddenly become much more popular because of what's going on with Obamacare. But basically, they're faith-based programs. So an individual who owns this policy pays their premium, and their premiums are pooled together, and their health, you know, expenses are shared. So, and that's across the board. It's not, you know, geographic or what have you. So, and, and, Mind you, many, many millions of dollars of claims have been paid on these types of policies over the years because a lot of people are going to, you know, wonder, okay, well, how much money, you know, is or is there uh, in these pools? Um, but there are many policyholders. Uh, we partnered with Alira uh, because they had a, you know, a little bit more flexible type of uh, policy. What what it is is a alternative to Obamacare. However, if somebody has a medical condition and they have an ACA plan already, this may not be the best solution for them because there is a, a, a 24-month wait period on pre-existing conditions. So it really needs to be for somebody that is in reasonably good health but, you know, it, it is looking for some type of, uh, of an alternative. And, and for the folks that have been priced out of uh, Obamacare, and we talk to many um, almost on a daily basis, you know, with these increases that came out just this year. Um, it, it, it's an alternative for those folks. 
for someone that maybe hasn't had health insurance for a long time, uh, and they're starting to you know feel a little bit of the sting of the the penalties that are coming now with being uninsured. Right. Um, th- those those folks are you know it's worthwhile looking to see if this is a viable option um, be, because we're, we're at a point now where we're needing it. You know, it's, it's for a lot of people we talk to, it's either, um, you know, pay $2,000 a month for my, my family of five or I have mm-hmm. no health insurance at all. Right. And, and well, so give us an example. Um, what's a typical premium for an individual in a family? with the Alera. Sure, there there's three plans that we market. There's a Alera Care 5000, Alera Care 7500 and Alera Care 10000. Um those numbers coincide with uh the deductible. But because it's not insurance, you know, what makes this type of plan unique is some of the language they use. So they don't use deductible. Um they're a term for deductible is member shared responsibility amount, so MSRA. The MSRA is $5,000, so that's the one with the lowest um, out-of-pocket, and, and that would be in the event if somebody did have, say, a hospital stay, a stay uh, an outpatient surgery or something like that. So they would be responsible for the first $5,000. If it's an individual, the monthly premium is 339 and if it's a family, it's six seventy nine. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know that that that's still you know sizable premiums as far as that goes. But for anyone that's called healthcare.gov or their local agent and has been quoted, um, you know, fifteen hundred dollars, eighteen hundred dollars, or something like that, th- this is a worthwhile alternative to explore. Well, even on the um, bronze. To kind of you know compare apples to apples for people, and most people don't get the bronze on the ACA. Uh, I think they get the silver. Am I correct? Between those two, I'd say it's probably about ninety percent. The, they but go yeah, for the, the silver. Okay, so to compare this with let's say a silver, non-subsidized family of five. How would you compare it? What's the cost for silver for the with the Affordable Care Act? And I know well, it differs in the states. I know, but you know, let's compare like you know one state to another. Is it comparable? Is it a lot more usually? Just in general. Oh yeah, I mean the the key there is is unsubsidized because if right, somebody is eligible for a subsidy you want to get shopped an ACA health plan first because mm-hmm. the subsidies only apply to ACA um, type plans. They don't apply to something like this. So that that's the direction that you'd want to go first. But um, let's say here in Florida, uh, a silver plan with a family, say, maybe in their 40s with, you know, several children could easily be looking at um, – you know, we have Blue Cross in this area. We have Molina Healthcare. I would, I'd say they'd be probably in the neighborhood of about twelve hundred to fourteen hundred dollars a month. Okay, so that kind of gives people an idea um, of the difference, and that's with what kind of deductible? 
Silver plans usually range anywhere from uh, 3,000 to maybe five, and the okay. bronze are the ones that have the highest. The bronze usually have 6,000 deductibles or higher, so they, they vary just a little bit. So this, this Alliracare 5,000 would be fairly comparable to what a silver plan might be. Uh, well, actually, it looks like it, it might be half half the amount because if the silver is 12 to 14 and this is 679, wouldn't that oh, be half? Yeah, I meant coverage. Yeah, Co- coverage-wise would be kind of similar as far as the out-of-pocket goes on that 5,000 right. plan. But, yeah, right. you're right. The premium would be about half. Okay. I just wanted to get that. Now, do, do these uh, – uh, Alera Healthcare, does it cover labs and drug prescriptions and all that? It does. Um, it, it, you know, the key is is the, the preventive piece. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. where we as a country need to, you know, get, get ourselves refocused and, and going to get checkups, you know, annually or periodically. Uh, this pays preventive services uh, at 100%. And, and how – they, you know, operate just a, a little bit differently is, is they, uh, if somebody is, is not feeling well, they have a family member, let's say, that has the flu, they would call a, um, a telehealth provider that is contracted with Alira Healthcare, and they can walk that individual through, um, you know, what, what, what might be going on with them or their child. And if it's determined that they need to see a healthcare professional, they'll help arrange the appointment for them. So there is a um, really a, a toll-free customer service number that people can call immediately if they need any kind of healthcare, and uh, one of their member services representatives will help walk them through it. So that's kind of nice, especially if somebody is out on the road or they have a family member back home that's not well. Uh, to know that they have um, access to a uh, member services uh, representative that, that can help them kind of triage what's going on and right. help them schedule an appointment. Well, well um, now, if you do the telemedicine thing, uh, can they prescribe also, let's say they feel they need an antibiotic, or will they send them to a doctor? No, they can prescribe them uh, okay. right there. These are, these are licensed physicians. And um, the, the telehealth provider is uh, Teladoc, so it's one of the larger uh, uh, telemedicine providers out there. So they, they have the ability to, uh, to call into a local pharmacy and, and write them a prescription over the phone. And you say that drugs are covered under this plan. Is there a prescription card? Um, how does that work? Yeah, there, there is a, an RX card. It is a discount card, so okay. there's not the traditional co-pays uh, that we would find on a, a major medical plan, but w- what we've started to see more and more with some of these ACA plans is there's deductibles that are built in to the prescription card. So the major medical component, if say let's say they have a silver plan, uh, right. could be $5,000, but they may have a, a $1,500 deductible on RX or prescriptions, that wow. they have to satisfy first before copays kick in. So it, it, there, there isn't the traditional copay with this plan, but, um, you know, more and more places like, you know, Walgreens, Walmarts, um, you know, Rite Aids, those types of places, uh, 
are um, you know providing decent discounts on a lot of prescriptions that that folks are taking. So it, the RX card is accepted at, at pretty much every pharmacy that's out there. Okay, but you don't have an idea of like you know what percent. Or I guess you can't because drugs are so different in their price. It's not a general percent off uh, the price. So um, I guess you'd have to, you know, if people are interested in that aspect, um, you know, they might want to uh, look into it. Like if you have a prescription that you take and it's relatively expensive, if you called up and said, hey, I'm interested in this health insurance, um, what kind of discount? can I get on this prescription that I'm taking? Could they do that? Yeah, they could. And there's an online tool that they can go on and plug in their, you know, right, right, you know, where they live and the name of the medication and the amount, and it'll tell them right there online what their discount will be. So there's a really neat tool that's now available on the prescription. And uh, what about you were talking about, um, like, um, outpatient surgery and things like that. When you have this card, um, we all know, like, if you have, like, a Blue Cross card and, and you have uh, you walk in and, and you, you're going to get, let's say, an MRI, the hospital charges X amount, but because you have Blue Cross, they have negotiated um, fees, and it's usually significantly less than if you had no insurance at all. So um, is it the same with this type of, do they acknowledge the card and do they give that discount that they usually do with Blue Cross or or United or Humana or one of those? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, I I was just pulling it up here, the the image of the card. They, um, They partnered with First Health. Okay. Uh, I had to remind myself because a lot of networks kind of sound the same. First Health is um, one of the larger networks nationwide. So, the, yeah, so it, it would work the same. There would be uh, negotiated discounts um, uh, by, by using the card, and, and that would apply for, you know, whether it be a, uh, an outpatient surgery or some type of an inpatient hospitalization. Okay, because I, I find that, Having insurance, and I've never been without insurance, but I've noticed um, with other people that if you go somewhere and you don't have insurance, um, they they could charge you, let's say, $2,000 for a procedure. But just the fact that you have insurance, that insurance has negotiated that same procedure let's say, for $250. So that's all you would be responsible for. So I I think, you know, one of the benefits that people don't even realize about having insurance is that negotiated uh, figure, fee, that is calculated. And, and, and you know, I really don't think people that, that don't have insurance realize the significance of that. Oh, you're right. Uh, I've had on my wife's insurance uh, a high deductible, and uh, so everything is kind of out of pocket until you meet that. And I go once a year to get my blood work up done, 
and uh, it's a, a united healthcare network that uh, Quest diagnost Diagnostics takes, and it um, the discount is substantial. Uh, what, right. what I would have paid versus what I I do pay is about an eighty to ninety percent discount. I believe that I've paid as low as like seventeen dollars after the, the the discount applies. So you're right. The, a lot of people don't realize by having, uh, you know, even though they have a plan, maybe they have an ACA major medical plan that has a high deductible, and you think to yourself, you know, what do I have insurance for because i got to, you know, satisfy this big, huge deductible first. That, that discount that is applied, whether it be the doctor's office or, or you know, in a, a facility of some kind, can be substantial. Oh, tremendous, uh, really. And I would say that's the biggest benefit, truthfully, of having insurance is the fact that people just can't charge you whatever they want. They have to, you know, go with their agreement. Uh, which reminds me, um, how acceptable is this? Um, you say it's, they don't consider it insurance. What, what do you call it then if it's not insurance? What, what do you say this is? Yeah, it's it's um, it is a and, and if you walk into the doctor's office, you would have this card, so they would recognize it because it has the first health logo on it in Quest Diagnostics, mm -hmm. and all, you know all the different numbers they they use to call to confirm benefits. But um, it, it is a, a healthcare sharing um, program, really. It it, it is it's unique. Um, and, you know, one thing that, that we always, when we talk to um, individuals or drivers about it that are interested is, you know, we do tell them up front that this, this is not health insurance. It is something that is, um, you know, it's, it was designed, you know, decades ago uh, for a lot of the faith-based um, ministries where people would pool their monies together and they would share medical expenses. Well, you know, here we are, you know, decades later, and these types of plans have now, um, you know, resurfaced again. And what Alira did is they, um, you know, baked in on the front end the piece that includes the uh, the preventive services and the doctor visits and and so forth. So what they have here is a is a nice little program. And and do most of your doctors and hospitals accept this? Yes, First Health, and anyone can go online and check the network out. First Health is a PPO network, um, so it's recognized nationally. Uh, so I, I, I don't know what the you know the number would be, but I would say about you know somewhere around 90% of physicians and facilities are uh, participants in the First Health network. Okay. So if people want to know more about uh, this health care, do they call you? Is there a website they look? What's the best way to investigate this type of health care? Well, we have a, a, a bid on it on our, our homepage because we're going through open enrollment right now. So they mm -hmm. could get a, you know, more information on um, my website, which is uh, Thai Marketplace, T-I-E-E Marketplace.com. Or we have a call center, and our our agents are certified. They had to go through a certification and, and learn, you know, all the ins and outs about Alira Healthcare 
and they could call our uh, one of our agents and ask questions and, and get quotes that way. And the number? That is 800-344-6820. Okay, great. Well, um, for everybody listening, uh, this could be, you know, your alternative uh, if you don't want to go through um, the ACA and if you or you're you're worried you're in it and you, you need a backup or, or whatever. But the one thing that uh, Mark said, it, it, it's usually people who aren't very concerned about preexisting illnesses because there is, unlike the ACA, there is a 24-month uh, um, wait for preexisting, which you, you don't have. Uh, with Obamacare, there, there's no pre-existing penalty, and that was one of the um, features that, you know, got a lot of people on board with it uh, that that couldn't get insurance, which was a good feature. I mean, I personally don't believe people should be punished, you know, because they're sick uh, or they have a, a chronic ailment. Uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, how do you do that? And Everybody has to pitch in and pay for them. And, you know, that's pretty much what happened. And, and now I, I think, and Mark, tell me if I'm wrong, I think the reason the premiums went up so high, they weren't really that bad in the beginning, but because less than 30% of the um, young younger people, you know, they don't have a lot, you know, wrong with them. They're pretty healthy. They said, well, the heck with it. I'm not. I'm just not going to get insurance, and they didn't participate. And I think they were counting on uh, their monthly premium, you know, as part of the pool, which is really what it is. It's a pool, kind of like this. What you're offering, it's a pool. And when they didn't participate, they had to compensate those funds and raise everybody's premium. I, am I right? Is that what happened? Yeah, ab- absolutely. The, the thought or the thinking was is um, young people would jump in, uh, young healthy people, and they would buy coverage, but it, it just hasn't happened. And, I, you know, I, I remember those days long ago, and uh, you, you kind of have that bulletproof mentality that, um, you know, if I, if I didn't have insurance before Obamacare, why would I get it? after Obamacare. The penalties weren't uh, very stiff. You know, the, the first year it was, um, you know, right around $100, basically. And, and then it's gone up a little bit since then. But, um, you know, that part of it, uh, it is one of the big reasons why we've had um, soaring premiums. I, I think I read that the young folks, and that might be, what, 35 and under, uh, make up only 30% of the Obamacare policyholders. So right. that, that's far less than, than what they had, had hoped on. And, um, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate, but um, the, you know, it is, you know, it's provided access to people that, that need health insurance. And, and I think that's, the, that's been really the best part of, um, you know, what the law has provided is, you know, for the people out there that, uh, you know, have medical conditions, they may be self-employed, um, their, their income may, you know, might fall a, a, a little bit, you know, 
low enough to, to get subsidies, and, you know, they've been able to access some type of care. So, you know, that, that's where this thing's going to take a black eye if there's not a solution to back up uh, a, a repeal of the law. Absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you, the people who really got hit the hardest with the Obamacare are the people, is the middle class once again. Um, as far as I can see, I mean, if you make, and I'll give you an example. If you make, if you're a couple and you make maybe over 50 or 50,000 or so, and, and you would know these figures much better than I, but if you make in, roughly in that area, you don't qualify for a subsidy. Is that the cutoff, just about 50000 if I remember correctly? Yeah, it's a, it's a little higher than that for a couple. An individual uh, is right around $45,000 or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a couple, hey. I, I want to say, and I haven't seen these numbers in a little while, you know, is upwards of maybe around $60,000. But, um, you know, that that's, you know, there's a lot of people that that are, you know, make more money than that. So. Right. As a as a couple, you know, say maybe a middle aged couple or even one with a family, the, you know, the the idea of um, you know paying a thousand dollars or more a, a month for health insurance, it's it's just not feasible for them. Right. I mean, and it can go higher than that. I mean, depending where you live, it can go up to fifteen hundred a month, and that's just if you earn over sixty thousand a year. You're you're just not going to get a subsidy. And these are the people who are paying now for, uh, for you know, the ones who don't want to get on board, um, like we were talking about, like the, the younger people, 35 and under. And this is one of the reasons. So, you know, that, that's why uh, I, I think a lot of people uh, are going to be very interested in, uh, in this Alira Healthcare. Again, that number is 800-344-6820 if you are interested. And I just want to, uh, again, tell everybody um, on the line, uh, if you uh, want to ask a question, just click one on your keypad. Um, we're going to take a short break right now, and we'll be right back. Heads up, truckers. Are you looking for deals on trucks, trailers, parts, or equipment? Or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking. And if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95. And it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here, and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com. TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs, and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law, and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights, and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website 
website, truckerlawyers.com, is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver. Feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash truckerlawyers and follow them on Twitter as at truckerlawyers. Call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503. Well, welcome back, everybody. And tonight we're talking about the Truckers Insurance Exchange, the ACA, and alternative health care. What's going to happen in 2017? Is there going to be a repeal of Obamacare? If if there is, is there a backup? And um, we've had some pretty interesting conversation tonight about alternative. Um, our guest tonight is uh, Mark Ballard of the Truckers Insurance Exchange. And um, he's uh, an independent contractor and um, member of the National Association of Independent Truckers. Uh, Is that right, Mark? Am I a member? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I I, um, became a member very early on, even though I'm not a driver, independent driver. But, um, yeah, I, I became a member of the NEIT a couple of years back. And, and and let's let's tonight let's talk a little bit more about the NAIT. Um it what kind of benefits they offer and I wanted to ask you now this Alira Healthcare is that only um offered through the NAIT or is that offered through your website how is that offered? Yeah, you you don't have to be a member uh to uh have access to that um you know we we have a, a call center with um, with licensed agents that can walk them, you know, through their options, and the same goes for uh, any kind of ACA major medical plan. Um, we we have a nice platform that that you know somebody can call into and and you know get some help in deciding what might be the best options for them or have their existing plan shopped. Where, where the NEIT comes in is more on, you know, we spoke about life insurance um, early on and some of the other what I call personal products. Those right. are member benefits of the NAIT. Um, you right. know, being able to get a guaranteed issue type of insurance programs without any kind of medical underwriting, that that's truly a benefit of membership. But, yeah, we, we don't want to, um, you know, require anyone to be a member of the NAIT just to get more information on, say, a health care or a major medical plan. But from what I understand, um, most of the people, once they hear about it, you know, they this is something, you know, it, I mean, it's just such a small membership that all the other benefits that come along with being a member um, just seems like a no-brainer to most of the people. So, you know, it, I mean, that's what I hear. Is that true? It is. Yeah. The, yeah. It, membership is $11 monthly. And it gives them access to a whole menu of um, resources and um, you know services and discounts that are what I call trucker centric. Um, right. We have um, you know a, a vendor that provides uh, a, a sleep apnea uh, program for anyone that needs some you know navigation or help, and in, in, you know if that's something that applies to them. Uh, so those types of services are all available as a. Uh, a member of the NAIT. 
And what about dental and vision? Is is that one of their benefits? Um, I understand you have a great dental plan. Is, is that a yeah. benefit for them? It, it is. Um, we were able to work with Humana a couple of years back. Uh, they came in as a partner, and they've been they've been uh, great to us. Humana offers dental and vision, and it, it's an exceptional program in that it covers an individual without any kind of waiting periods on services. So, you know, for anyone out there that's had, you know, through their motor carrier or, or what have you, a dental plan, a lot of times there is a waiting period for a particular service. Let's say it's a root canal or a crown. Yeah. Those can be up to 12 months before they'll even pay for that. Well, our, our dental plan with Humana uh, gives them access to all the services, whether it be a preventive service or a major service uh, on day one or, or as of the effective date. Okay, and this is through uh, the NAIT. It is, um, right. Okay, so this, this is, I think, why most people uh, just say, well, for the little bit more, I might as well get all these other benefits, which, like I said, is kind of like a no-brainer, really. But but you don't have to, but um, you probably will <laughs> once you oh, hear sure. about it. <laughs> that's that's the way I see it. Um Anyway, um, I'm looking through some. Uh, what about critical illness? You have a little uh, thing here about critical. What, what can you tell us about that? Uh, critical illness, and that happens to also be offered by Humana, uh, is a it's it's an insurance policy that's not so well known, but is becoming a little more popular in this country. Uh, it pays in the event of a well a critical illness. So if somebody would have uh, a heart attack, a stroke, a cancer, those types of events will trigger a, a benefit. So, you know, typically we, we, we have uh, members that have, you know, ten or $20,000 of critical illness, and if one of those, you know, situations would arise, God forbid, um, you know, that, right. that provides them money that they can use for, you know, at that particular moment, there's a lot of needs that arise. Anyone that's had that situation occur um, you know, they may have to take time off of work or make some, you know, changes to, you know, their home even. Uh, these, these are, um, you know, all, all things that critical illness can help pay for, but it can also help uh, for those that have a high deductible on their health plan. And so many of us now do have, you know, thousands of dollars that have to be met first before our health insurance will kick in. Well, if a critical illness is, you know, what causes that, a hospital stay or claim, those monies can be used also to offset a high deductible. So is that in addition to your regular uh, policy? I mean, let's say you had the Alira, you you could also take out a critical illness policy. Is that how that goes? Yeah, that that would actually be a perfect way to utilize a critical illness um, policy. And so, we, you know, whether it be a Lira or even a major medical plan through Obamacare, you know, they all seem to have very high deductibles now. But um, we find that a lot of the, the folks that have purchased an Alira policy from us um, also uh, appreciate uh, knowing they can get a, a critical illness policy to help fill that gap in, in, you know, in the event that they might have some type of a situation arise like that. And, and also to mention the critical illness 
uh, has no medical questions. So that's guaranteed issue, just like the life insurance is. That so, was my next question. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That that that's a guaranteed issue policy to them. Uh, so you know, regardless of their health history, uh, you know, they they can qualify for that. Okay. Okay. Great. Now. Um, uh, let's see. Um, there was a couple of other things on here. You guys, you know, you you really do offer so much. Uh, oh, a, a lot of people worried. Okay, you know, I'm on the road. How do I how do I pay these premiums? I mean, what, you know, how's that work? We have a a, a third party that handles um, premium payments. It it is not deducted at the motor carrier level. Um, so w- what we have found uh, is that it, you know, portability is kind of more important in a lot of cases because there is, you know, you know, there 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 are drivers that you know may be here, you know, this month and then maybe six months, a year or so later they may be somewhere else. So if they have a benefit program that's provided by that motor carrier, sometimes they're not able to take that with them if they leave where the NAIT uh, platform allows them portability. So what we do is we, uh, you know, the premiums are paid uh, directly through the member's account, and they can break those down into weekly increments even. So it can kind of almost mirror when when paydays may occur. And, you know, it always feels a lot better when, you know, things are taken out, spread out over time versus just once a month. So our our, – Piedmont Pays is who we're partnered with right now, and they uh, they deduct premiums for us. Okay, great. So they don't even have to mess with anything. Um, right now we're in an open enrollment, and uh, just tell us a little bit about that. For people who – I mean, most people are familiar with open enrollment, but for those who are listening and aren't, um, I don't believe that you need to – worry about an open enrollment and when you're thinking about something like the Alericare, right? I mean, that's you can just get that anytime you want. But yeah, right, that, that's important to mention. I, that's that's a good point, Donna. The Alericare policy is available throughout the year because it isn't a health insurance product um per se. It is available uh, at, at any time. So, you know, right now we're in open enrollment for Obamacare or, you know, policies that you purchase on an exchange or a marketplace or healthcare.gov, which will be ending soon. The open enrollment uh, will end January the 31st, and that that's assuming they don't extend it because in, in the last few years um, they, they have added, you know, maybe a week or two just to kind of get some of those stragglers and late enrollees in. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised maybe if they extend it just a little bit, but um, I, obviously you can't bank on that. But the, the, the open enrollment period for 2017 will end on January the 31st. Okay. Now there's three options to enroll, whether, whether it be um, through the ACA or um, – or private, or Alericare, or whatever. But you can either go to the federal site, a state site, because some states, some states, you have to go through them. Am I correct on that? That's a question I, I wanted to cover tonight. Um, uh, the difference between the two, or the third option is to go through uh, 
you, places like you who can actually help people navigate um, through the website maze of the federal site. Sure. The, right? uh, there are approximately, let's say, two-thirds of the country uh, goes and uses healthcare.gov, uh, Florida being one of those states. Uh, anyone that is a resident of the state that needs individual health insurance can go to healthcare.gov and purchase a policy. Uh, they can also go to their agent down the road. Um, you know, if you can find one, that's the trouble, is that there's, mm-hmm. there's not as many agents out there as there used to be. But an agent can uh, typically help you shop and, and enroll in a, in a plan. Uh, there are about 16 or 17 states now that have their own pr- uh, state-based exchange, uh, California probably being the most popular um, Cover California is what it's called, uh, and it's actually been run fairly well compared to some other states. So residents of California utilize their state exchange uh, to purchase health insurance and would not use healthcare.gov. Uh, or you can use somebody like us. We were a, a private exchange. Um, we are able to help people shop and enroll in coverage regardless of where you live. So we can enroll people in California or Florida or, you know, in in most any state. Um, Not all states, but in in most most all states, because some states are really difficult to to work with. Um, But, yeah, so so there are options out there as far as how you can find a policy. But we we like to think we make it very easy for for folks to to call in because we do have, again, the same call center that you can uh, utilize and ask questions, uh, get quotes, and, you know, have your plan shopped if you have one already, and uh, enroll right over the phone without any kind of paper application at all. Okay. Now, if you are in a state that has its own, uh, does that mean that you have to go through them and not the federal site? Yeah, correct. If you're a, okay. a resident of a state that has their own exchange, you would utilize their their uh, marketplace. Okay, but you could handle any of it. You could handle, you know, whether they're in a they live in a state that you know you have to go through the state exchange or or the federal like Florida doesn't have one, so you'd have to go through um, the federal site or yeah, our, go to some of them. Correct. Our our agents on the phone. Knowing they're safe from Florida, and Florida is a healthcare.gov state, they will access the you know, essentially from from the portal where where they are. They can shop plans for them, the same plans that that individual would shop for on their own. So somebody could go onto healthcare.gov and do the same exact thing that one of our agents can do. But the nice thing is, is you have an agent. You have somebody that is not charging you a fee to, you know, provide you help and assistance and, and you know, getting you options and helping you enroll. Uh, you know, the, the, a lot of people we talked to in the past that have used healthcare.gov um, have had trouble navigating through the site. It's just not something that we're born to understand, you know, health insurance. So typically we need some kind of hand-holding and helping us, you know, determine what's the best options for us. So that that's the resource that we provide. Now, um, we were talking about subsidies before, and uh, although there's a cutoff 
of uh, we talked about $60,000 for a couple before you would not get subsidies. Um, owner-operators are a different, uh, different type of animal because they have so many deductions that that could actually come down quite a bit, and they could be eligible for subsidies. Um, so we try to tell owner-operators, listen, you know, you might think you're, you know, you're way up there, but once you start really looking at those uh, deductions that are very unique for owner-operators, uh, that yearly could come way down, and you could get a, uh, quite, quite a bit of a subsidy. Um, it, you know, would you suggest that to people, that before they just say, oh, I'll never get a subsidy, that they call up and, and go through that process? Oh, absolutely. Um, and that goes back to 2013 when we started doing some research on uh, independent drivers and owner-operators and used some of the well-known you know, tax providers for drivers like ATBS. Yes. And um, their data uh, typically says that right around 40, sometimes up to 50% of independent drivers qualify for some kind of subsidy, which is obviously it's a huge number. And um, many of them don't realize it because when they think of their income, they think of the gross number and not the number after expenses. So that's the number right. that the subsidies are based off of is the number after you do your deductions. Right. So if you're listening tonight and you think, oh, I, I make too much money, um, I would I would really um, – strongly suggest you give these fellows a call and um, find out because th will they help them figure out their deductions? Well, the, not so much the deductions. You mean from because their taxes, you know, if, if they're already done or being prepared, um, we can kind of go off what, what we think the number um, might be if it's, you know, ongoing. And, right. and that's how Kind of it, it, early on in 2013, I think a lot of people were um, a bit surprised in that you could literally call in, uh, or you could meet with somebody, an agent, or what have you, and, and basically tell them what you think your income is going to be for this year. So you could be spot on, and you know that that's a you know your subsidy is correct, or you could shoot way off the mark and owe a bunch of money back at tax time. And I've known several people that have owed thousands of dollars um, in, in taxes because they missed the mark on what their income was going to be. And as a self-employed individual, that's a tough mark sometimes to, to peg. So it's not because, you know, typically people are trying to, you know, understate their income, but, um, you know, sometimes it's not what you expect it to be. And, or you make more than you, you know, you claimed, and you end up owing some in taxes. So it is, it's kind of a moving target sometimes. Well, in any case, if um, anybody, you know, is listening who's an owner-operator who feels they might not be getting a subsidy and, uh, you know, would like to just see what that would be, even if you're just curious, um, you know, the number to call is 800 344 6820 and that's the same number also that they can discuss with you the um, ACA alternative Alera care correct that's right yeah that number is the, the single 
you know, number to use for whether it's the uh, the ACA or or Alera or any of the other uh, you know products that we spoke of earlier. Okay, great. Um, we're gonna well, we're gonna wrap it up. I wanted to just um, you know talk about. Uh, I, I told everyone I would talk a little bit about the uh, cruise coming in March, and we we mentioned that uh, Mark and the um, Truckers Insurance Exchange is a Sapphire sponsor, which is a pretty high-level sponsor for this cruise. And um, so anyway, it's the first annual Lady Truck Driver Cruise, and it is scheduled for March 26 through 2017, uh, through April 1st, 2017. So it is a six-day cruise, and the event will include uh, learning workshops, driver advocacy forums, and an award ceremony, uh, which recognizes women who work as truck drivers. And we just had the Queen of the Road, I believe was the name of the um, the voting on that. So I hope everybody listening voted on that. Uh, you got to read these amazing stories about, I think there were like, I don't know, eight or ten. I had a very difficult time choosing. That's how... I mean, some of these stories you you heard about these women were just unbelievable, and I think you can still look at it um, at the realwomenintrucking.org website where it says um, cruise, first annual cruise, and there's a drop-down because they're they're just heartwarming stories. And I think the winner is going to be announced... um, Next month, I wish Desiree was on tonight because she could tell you. Uh, Desiree Wood is um, the president of Real Women in Trucking, and she's been uh, working very hard uh, on this program for this cruise. Um, uh, some of the topics, well, first of all, where is it going to be? It's it's going to be the Eastern Caribbean, and it's going to leave uh, Fort Lauderdale at 4 p.m., and... Um, if you if you really want to, you know, we we'd love for you to come. The tickets are only two hundred uh, uh, $650. The two fifty is for the down payment. But I think right now, if you want to go, you're going to have to pay the the full six fifty. Which I mean, uh, Mark, you know yourself, six fifty for six days where everything's included. That's to me, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So being here in Tampa, <laughs> we we have right. cruises. That come out of the port here, and I've been on uh, one over on Canaveral uh, that leaves out of the Cape, and it was for I think one less day than that, and it uh-huh. cost a whole lot more than that. Yeah, <laughs> so this, this is yeah, this is a special rate. So six fifty. I mean, uh, were you surprised? You must have been surprised too. We were shocked when we heard that's all it was so and a lot of people are jumping on board uh for this uh who can make it it is you know six days is a long time and we realize some people just can't can't do that but if you can and you you know you've um allocated so much time for your for your vacation time this this is really going to be a tremendous event and we'd love to be meeting a lot of people there um if you're interested and you want to call for tickets, um, you want to jot this number down. Uh, it's 800-819-3902, extension 85597, 
Um, or, you know, you can go to the website, realwomenintrucking.org, uh, and just look all the information up there for the tickets. There's a drop-down menu, and you can find anything you need on there. So we do hope to, to see you there uh, for sure. So some of the speakers, um, Jan Shelley is a senior trial attorney from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and she's going to be um, – she actually was a part of the legal team who won $3.1 million settlement against New Prime uh, for their discriminatory training policy. Uh, so uh, she was actually on, the sh- on a radio show that Desiree had, the Women Truckers Network, with Paul Taylor over at Truckers Justice Center, and uh, he worked with Jan Shelley, and everybody knows Paul Taylor. Um, <clears throat> he's also one of our sponsors, and we send a lot of people to him. He's an employment lawyer. We also have Trucker Lawyers, um, who uh, also is a, a supporting sponsor of the Truth About Trucking uh, Network and uh, as the Trucker Live, and they handle workman's comp cases so those are our two attorneys right now and um let's see self-defense oh here's another speaker alan's going to do a self-defense course uh it's going to be a theory uh simplicity uh imminent violence uh places that um five five most common places for women that are attacked this uh five most common street attacks on women Soft target focus, improved wep- improvised weapons. That's a good one because he showed me the improvised weapons one, and I was pretty impressed. And um, self-defense legality, which a lot of people don't think about, how you could be a victim in something and turn around and be uh, considered the aggressor. So that's going to be a great. That's going to be a great thing. You want to if you're coming on the cruise and you're signed up, you might want to sign up for that. Um, I don't know how much room. Uh, they've allotted for that class, but you might want to sign up for that self-defense class. Uh, Shannon Morris will be delivering a workshop uh, to help company drivers understand the process of becoming an owner-operator. Christine Gray, uh, speaker presentation, will focus on how women behind the wheel stay safe using women's intuition, awareness, and common sense, and that's kind of going to run hand-in-hand with the self-defense. And... um, Bally, published writer, former truck driver, recently wrote the op-ed piece in the New York Times, Long Haul Sweatshots, with Mona Chattel. And uh, Anne is also an author of Steel Closets, Voices of Gay, Lesbian, and Transgender Steelworkers. So um, we're very interested in meeting them also. Um, some Some sponsors? Uh, I know you want to hear who's sponsoring. Our Sapphire sponsor is Truckers Insurance Exchange. Uh, Mark uh, Ballard tonight uh, is the Sapphire sponsor. Truckers United. Uh, everybody knows Pat Huckaday over at um, truckersunited.org. Uh, he's also a Sapphire sponsor. Uh, Emerald sponsors Trucking Social Media. Uh, Pearl Level, we have Red Ant Pants, Workwear for Women, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, IBI Secured Transport, Trucker to Trucker, TCRG Consulting, DAT Trucker's Edge, 
Eagle Express Lines, and Great Plains. So we want to uh, thank everybody uh, for being a sponsor. If you want more information on how to be a sponsor or if you want to attend, you can go to the realwomenintrucking.org website. That's realwomenintrucking.org. You can email info at realwomenintrucking.org. Or you can email me because I'm helping out with uh, a lot of this for uh, Desiree. And it's Donna at realwomenintrucking.org. So either way, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can go to the website or email and uh, just ask, ask us whatever you, you're you interested in, whether it will be attendance, sponsorship, or both. So um, that's just a little bit about the cruise that I wanted to get in. And thanks, Mark. Um, again, thank you uh, for being a, a Sapphire sponsor uh, for this cruise. This is really uh, one of the one of the kind. So we're looking forward to it. Are you so welcome? getting, yeah, we're we you know I, I don't think you're you're coming because it didn't fit in, but which we we understand six days is a long time, but. Um, should something come up where you can, you know, shuffle a little bit, we'd love to. We'd love to be able to meet you there. Um, when I talk to Desiree, it sounds like it's going to be an annual event. So if it isn't this year, it'll be for sure next year. Oh, great, great, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've never been on a six day, so I, I've been on like a four day. I think is the most, and it did seem short. So. Uh, March, six days. March is beautiful. The weather. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't have to worry about the um, hurricanes too. That's the first thing I thought of. Right. Was you know just petrified. Like you go in September, October. Oh my goodness. But this should be great. To, of course, Florida's great weather anyway. So we'll just be having more great weather. Um, and I've never been to the Dominican. Is it the Dominican Republic? I've been to Nassau. The Turk Islands is supposed to be outrageous that we're going to be going to. So, uh, lots of pictures, lots of video, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. I hope to um, meet a lot of people there. So, getting back tonight, uh, the Affordable Care Act. Okay, the Truckers Insurance Exchange. And we've talked about a lot of stuff tonight, um, alternatives, what to uh, foresee in the near future, especially with the repeal of Obamacare and the NAIT, uh, the benefits of being a member. Um, I don't know. I think how would you uh, wrap it all up tonight, um, Mark? Is this something that we missed tonight that you'd like to – to talk about a little bit, or um, I'm looking at my notes, and I think we've covered everything. Um, yeah, we certainly did cover a lot of bases. Um, I, I I was just you know looking at some notes here, and uh, you know I, I I think what one particular thing that is probably um, you know I sent you that article, Donna, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It, it was yes. out. Um, I Daily forget news. which one it out there. Yeah. Uh, you know the, the unfortunate thing, and I think a lot of people out there maybe that ha- have experienced some some big changes if they were on a, a Obamacare plan, was their uh, provider may have exited the market. You know we had a lot of, of 
carriers, insurance carriers leave, like United and Humana and Aetna, uh, might have left their their particular market, um, which has you know caused you know a lot of pain for people. The 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 choices now are are much you know more narrow. There's not as many doctors to choose from. So um, you know, I again, I, I'm 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 hopeful that. Uh, Whatever plan the GOP, you know, has in play here, that that it's going to be one that, um, you know, that that makes a lot of people happy, and and it, it's just it's been a rough ride the last year or two. Um, you know, we've 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 definitely talked to a lot of people that have, um, you know, felt the pain, have had to change doctors and so forth. So hope hopefully they're listening. Oh, I hope so. I mean. Uh, there was a lot of good in it as far as pre-existing. But on the other hand, you know, uh, people getting priced out, premiums going up, and, um, you know, it's it's painful. And then losing your doctors, like you said, it's a rough ride, you know. I mean, you know, we're fortunate. Um, You know, uh, we have Blue Cross Blue Shield through Allen and, we don't have as, uh, you know, we don't have to experience a lot of that. But I can see just from his renewal this year that, um, you know, things aren't as good as last year. And, and he's on a company policy. so Right. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'll tell you, though, I, I still, I know I said it in the beginning of the show, I'm very surprised with the six years of Obamacare and, and they have been wanting the to repeal it all that time, that there isn't something to immediately replace it with. Uh, does that surprise you a little bit that something isn't ready to just, you know, put forth? It, it does considering, I think I saw the number is 60, 60 times that the GOP has, has attempted or tried to repeal the law, and um, yeah, the, I think every time knowing it was going to be unsuccessful. But um, you know, this day was known well back in early November uh, that uh, something was going to need to be changed, and and I, I just got to think that there are people working behind the scenes here that uh, you know ha- have something that's going to be a viable or alternative um you know otherwise it, it it's going to blow up uh, on the party I, I just don't think that they would want to put themselves in that kind of position though well that's one thing that um i read you know um there's two trains of thought there they said well let's not do anything and then obamacare is just going to unravel all by itself and we won't get blamed okay because that's one of the fears if they take over and then, you know, the residual effects of the ACA starts unraveling while they've repealed something, it's going to, you know, they're going to get the blunt end. So nobody wants to take the blame for this. Um, uh, It's almost like a, you know, you just sit back and say, okay, you know, what's the next strategy each side's going to do to either fix it, or watch the other one go down the tubes. That's how I look at it. Oh, yeah. I I think that it's, um, 
it's about, you know, saving face is, you know, going to be a, a big part of this. And, um, you know, the, the last thing that either party wants is to look bad. It just seems like it's a, you know, a big beauty contest most of the time right. with the two sides up there. And, and neither side, I think, the, you know, the biggest thing right now is the fact that neither wants to look bad. Now, granted, the, right. you know, the, the Democratic Party can kind of just sit back now and kind of watch whatever happens happen because, in, you know, in a way they're kind of powerless to do a whole lot. Um, you know, one, one thing they put out there and that they have in their favor is, is the press. So, you know, the press has definitely taken this and um, – you know they they've run with it. A lot of what you read is is very negative, um, but it, it's going to be very interesting to see in the next weeks and months uh, how this plays out. But um, you know, again, I just can't think the you know the back of my mind I, I, how they can um, you know take this thing apart and leave you know millions of people without any kind of health care coverage. It just doesn't seem possible. I, I, it would be a um, it would be a disaster, and I think everybody knows it. And I only wish politics, um, you know, wasn't the way it is that they could say, "Look, you know, this thing didn't work out like we wanted it to, but we can make it good, and and let's all work together and not worry about who's going to take the blame or who's going to get the credit, um, because in the end, the American people win." And it's unfortunate. I don't feel that kind of train of thought going on. Um, it, it's just, it's way too prideful. And um, like you said, we'll have to sit and and just watch and see and pray. But anyway, hey, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. I mean, you've covered a lot of info and, and you know, we you've explained things, uh, what to anticipate. I mean, even though a lot of us, you know, can't predict the future, we kind of have a better idea now of um, what to anticipate a little bit. So I really appreciate it. And um, before you go, um, you know, just tell everybody your your website, your phone number, and how to get a hold of you. Sure. Uh, And and thank you for having me. I I enjoy it, really. Um, The website is www.tie.com. Marketplace. That's T I E Marketplace.com, all spelled out. And you can reach us with any questions uh, about whether it be an ACA plan, an alternative plan like an Allure Care plan, or whether you have uh, you know, questions about life insurance, dental, that type of thing, um, vision, accident, critical illness. It's all handled through one call center. It's 800 344 6820. Okay, great. And um, also, if they're interested, I think you mentioned it already, but for the um, the NAIT membership um, with all the benefits for those, um, that's the same number uh, for both of those. Well, we sure do appreciate you coming on, and um, you know, we'll we'll do it again. <laughs> hey, when when things start to progress and if there's changes, you know, we'll need to have another, you know, follow-up show on all this. But in the meantime, uh, there's a lot of information uh, to go through tonight. And if you came on, I noticed a lot of people jumping on, like, um, halfway through. So if 
if you want, these shows are all recorded in the archives. You can always pull it up uh, on a podcast and listen again. And uh, the same goes for everybody listening on the Internet tonight. These are all recorded. So, uh, again, well, Mark, thanks so much um, for being on tonight. I'm going to take a little break here. We're going to hear from another sponsor, uh, CPAP America. So um, have a great night, Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Hey, Alan Smith here. Did you know that over 18 million Americans suffer from sleep apnea yearly? And this topic is on the radar with the FMCSA, and unfortunately, some are looking at this as a for-profit venture, not CPAP America. CPAP America was created by somebody who works in the respiratory field and wants to help drivers, not take advantage of them. Owner Ed Frost has been a respiratory therapist for over 25 years. Mr. Frost has also managed 27 sleep labs and currently sits on the New Jersey State Board of Respiratory Care. Ed and his team are looking out for uninsured commercial drivers and those with high insurance deductibles who pay way too much out of pocket while making sure they are fully compliant. CPAP America offers drivers the very best prices in the industry for home sleep testing, CDL compliance, sleep apnea machines, and so much more. In fact, any customer who purchases a machine from CPAP America will receive free downloads for life. So call CPAP America for all your sleep apnea concerns at 800-569-0167 or visit them at CPAPAmerica.com. Have a question for them? You can find them on Facebook at CPAP America and Twitter at CPAP America. You can rest easy with CPAP America. That's 800-569-0167, CPAPAmerica.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's been a great show. If you uh, were curious what's going on in 217 with Obamacare and the repeal, um, if you came in late, uh, like I said, you can listen to the replay because we talked quite a bit about um, what to anticipate in 217 uh, for uh, Obamacare and your health insurance. And we went over some really viable, affordable options uh, for those who don't want to get involved in the ACA uh, or, you know, or priced out of the subsidies. Uh, you know, you just can't afford the 1000 to 1500 a month. Um, you know, premiums, uh, great show tonight. Can't uh, express enough thanks to Mark Ballard over at Chuckers Insurance Exchange for spending all this time with us tonight. So, uh, well, we will be having another open, we'll be having an open forum show with um, Alan, who does Saturday evenings. We'll be announcing that. We're going to talk about the 2017 hottest topics and one thing I do want to mention to everyone and is a bill that's going to be coming out soon. Um, it already passed the House. It's going to go to the Senate. It's a thud bill, and it is going to affect driver wages uh, if it passes. And uh, we're going to be talking more about that um, uh, the Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development Bill. Uh, this is a bill, uh, an amendment was tried to be slipped in at the FAST Act in November of 2015. 
that would affect wages, and uh, it it failed to pass. We had a big uh, a big driver participation in that. Uh, then again, it was tried to be uh, slipped in in the reauthorization, the F4A reauthorization bill. Again, it failed, and now in the FUD. Uh, which passed the House and they'll be voting in March. However, we're not really even sure if it's going to be in thud or if it'll be in a standalone or perhaps even in another bill. But it does affect um, state labor laws versus federal uh, regulation laws. And do the state labor laws um, supersede federal laws? And really that one has nothing to do with the other. And uh, many of these states, like Oregon, Washington, California, and about 18 others, have labor laws which pay drivers for all time. And uh, parts of the trucking industry, um, the ATA and other uh, parts of the industry, uh, would like to make it that Um, drivers are only paid their piece rate mileage and they are not compensated uh, for all their other work time like they are allowed in these other states. That's kind of putting it, you know, in a nutshell. We'll get really into the details uh, when we move on. I know I see one of uh, the people involved um, on my switchboard right now listening in, and and I'm sure he's going to be uh, Pat Hockaday over Truckers United is um, a big part of this uh, to get the word out, of, along with Desiree Wood of Real Women in Trucking. Uh, so, but we'll be talking more about it. Just be aware. And um, until next time, everybody, it's really been a joy. The beginning of the year, our first show of the year. Thanks so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening. Justice and Aaron Tippin, Brothers of the Highway. Diamonds on the windshield, as heaven starts to cry. And in his rearview mirror, his angel waves goodbye. She knows he's gonna go, she knows he's one of them. Brothers of the highway, children of the wind, that Detroit diesel fired ship goes blowing out again. Sailing toward the setting sun, freedom's their best friend. Brothers of the highway, children of the wind. I'll bring it on in there. We'll put the pedal to the metal. Right out or run the ring Another shot of truck stop coffee As I run in through his veins This world turns on 18 wheels Thank God we can depend On brothers of the highway
goes blowing out again Sailing toward the setting sun Freedom's their best friend Brothers of the highway Children of the wind Carolina West Denver, Baton Rouge East of Pittsburgh Portland South It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.